you all. Welcome, everybody, to Coffee and Combos, the fighting game podcast. I got to do up with all the big news happening every week in the fighting game genre. I'm your host, Tyler. And with me, as always, is uh, the greatest co-host of them all, Cardi. What up, what up, Ty? Are we getting into a little chaotic energy today already? I don't know. Today is a long day at work. It was a long day? <laughs> it was very busy. Long day at the office? Well, Ty, but what a co-worker you gave into? me beer, man. It was awesome. Hey, as long as there's beer involved, it can't be that bad of a day, you know? Yeah, he was very nice. He gave me an eight-pack... Eight, eight tall boys. Just give you two warm Coors Lights. Yeah. <laughs> Drink these, these on you, the bus buddy. home. Good job. Uh, you asked me what I've been up to other than working uh, on my nights off. It's just been patiently waiting for Monster Hunter and watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Fuck yeah. You've been mowing down on pizza saying cowabunga? Oh my god, dude. I've been grabbing skateboards and and skateboarding in the sewers saying radical cowabunga i was pretty inspired by the ninja turtle lifestyle growing up honestly you know did you ever try to like skateboard when you were younger big time i was really into skateboarding when i was younger were you good though I was or could fine. you like just ride around no i could like ollie onto like a picnic table and stuff like i could Ollie onto the seat of a picnic I guess not a picnic, like a bench. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's fucking good, dude. My Ollie was trash. I But I never, like, I couldn't drop in ever. That was always my thing, because I'm really afraid of heights, and even, like, a four-foot <laughs> drop in scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, I, um, oh, gosh, it must have been, like, uh, sixth grade or something, fifth grade. I was so into the idea of skateboarding. And as soon as, like, I could do an ollie, I nailed it, I was excited, and I was trying kick flips and, and pop shove all the fucking time, and you know what? The trick would go halfway, I'd land on the backside of my board, or I'd like, and then after that, I gave up, dude, I was so pissed, I was like, fuck skateboarding forever. <laughs> Man, I was really against, like, I was like, fuck this, I'm not good immediately, and then as I got older... Like, there was one guy who I hung out with who was just, like, really good at it. And just being around someone who's good at it, I just got, like, significantly better. Like, huge leaps and bounds better. Yeah, like, that's... within the span of, like, a couple months. Like, I wasn't good for years and years and years and years. And then I was capable within, like, the span of a month. That's what I needed. I needed that instead of just fucking... I don't know, 10-year-old Ty. Going out onto the road in front of your house. Yeah, exactly. Dreaming of 900s. Dreaming of being the... Fucking, what's Tony Hawk's nickname? I can't think of it. Birdman. Birdman, thank you. I was going to say the Hawkman. (laughs) The Bob Burnquists of Southern Ontario. Uh, Fuck. I was trying to think of who I always played in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but it wasn't Bobby B. Was it Rodney Mullen? It was Rodney. Thank you. I, it was all, it's all, everyone goes, Tony Hawk, Rodney Mullen, Bucky Lassick. Bucky Lassick, dude. No, I was a Rodney Mullen guy because he was all about the groundwork. I was a Bob Bernquist guy because he wore a helmet and so did I. <laughs> Safety first, Safety dude. first, baby. <laughs> Gotta protect your noggin. So you've been watching Ninja Turtles, Ty? Yeah, dude. This is all I've been fucking doing with my time. I've been watching the old I've been ones, going for like, a walk and, and then just watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles afterward. So are you starting like from the top? So I'll tell you how many I've watched so far. I've gone through Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course, the classic. Then I've yep. gone through The Secret of the Ooze, which is the second one. Okay, Turtles and in then, Time. Turtles in Time. I finished a few days ago. Okay. Then I watched the Michael Bay produced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Was that the low point? Or Boy was it howdy. Real low point. No. Which is crazy. Because two and three, three, oh, something about it, man. That's the one with the samurais and stuff, right? It, it is just Man, bad. as a kid, that was my favorite one. I remember that being my favorite one growing up, and I th- I think it's just because the samurais. I mean, 
it has like cool moments like the turtles being dressed in like everyone thinks they're like kappa demons it's awesome and it's like hell yeah but then like man the suits just get worse and worse maybe i never actually watched it maybe i just had that visual of them wearing those like shogun outfits i mean don't get me wrong man there are moments in the original like trilogy live action where i'm like fuck i think i love these movies and then some moments just sneak up on me and i'm like no 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 it's bad did you like you connect with a ninja turtle oh boy you know what i i'm so i'm watching this these with sierra and immediately i turn to cc halfway through immediately halfway uh, through (laughs) immediately halfway through like uh 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 Maybe number two, but like as soon as the idea popped into my head, I turned to her. I said, you are Raphael, 100%. And she's like, what? No. And she tried to argue. She wasn't. She is big time. A big time Raffy. And I've been thinking about this. I think I'm Leonardo, which is also, it's lame. (laughs) Leonardo's the leader. He's the heart of the team. No Uh... one thinks Leonardo is the lame one. Everyone thinks Donatello is the lame one. Bro, I love Donnie. Everyone and their mom thinks Donatello's the lame one. He's the computer nerd, mm-hmm. and he they give him a stick to fight with. Mm-hmm. But uh, here, you want to know how Leonardo's lame? How's he lame? He's the guy at work that when you all have the same position and you're all making the same wage, Leonardo is the guy who steps forward when the boss says something, and he goes, "Yo, he's totally right, guys. We gotta like do. We gotta do better." We got to keep the production up. He's that guy. No, Leonardo is the middle manager. And no, <laughs> yeah, he but is the middle manager. Between the brothers, he wasn't officially given the title of middle manager. I'm pretty sure friggin' fucking Ratman. Why can't I think of Splinter? <laughs> Splinter. I'm pretty sure Splinter was like, you're the man, didn't he? <laughs> Splinter never specifically said, you're the man. That's why him and Raphael always butt heads. Oh, I always thought it was like a agreed upon thing that Leonardo is the one because Raph is too much of a hothead. No, Leonardo takes it upon himself to be the one. But you just said you're Leonardo. I don't see you as that guy at work. No, but I'm always forced into the position where people think that I'm the one who you should do, be leading you things. You do feel like you need to be just in things. I, I, I have seen that. You don't like to completely shit on things. Yeah, that's true. You like to be fair. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who else I would be like other than uh, Leonardo. Because I don't really fit into a turtle. I mean, you are 100% like fucking... You are like... M- it's a toss-up between Mikey and Raphael. I'm a Mikey Raph, yeah. See, the issue is I'm hot-headed and crazy, but I don't... And you're also life of the party. Yeah, it's a tough one, because I always was like, I'm Raph because I'm a hothead, but then I think of, like, Raph, Raph gets into, like, all this crazy, like, back and forth with people, when I've... more Majority of the time, I think I'd be Mikey sitting back eating pizza, giggling about it, you know? <laughs> Mikey's the best, dude. Yeah, he just eats pizza and skateboards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's honestly not even a toss up who's the best one. He cracks a joke now and then. Yeah, and he like he just doesn't get involved with the drama. Hmm. He's he's the smartest of the turtles. Let me tell you, Ty. I've been working through our David Fincher retrospective. <laughs> oh yeah, right. You told me you were doing this. Yeah, Danny won't watch Social Network. Why? A great movie. She says it's a terrible movie. Danny's on the wrong side of history. Of the, on absolutely. Am I, I, I'm losing my mind over here, Ty. It's one of my all-time favorites. It, I I'm mean, tired like, of going to bat for an amazing movie. I shouldn't have to defend this movie constantly. Is it Jesse Eisenberg? It's just the whole, like, a movie about Facebook. It's like, <laughs> No. <laughs> It's like it's Shakespearean this movie. It's about betrayal. It, yeah, it's good, dude. It's and the soundtrack, oh my god, don't get me started. Yeah, you could you could take Facebook out of it. You could get rid of that whole thing, not involve it, and it's still an amazing story of betrayal and loneliness. It's great. 
Which is something we can all relate to, Ty. <laughs> betrayal and loneliness? Or just the loneliness part? Eventually, one of us are bound to betray the other. That's true. That's just how these big businesses go, Ty. We're getting into that Facebook level, aren't we? Yeah. You, <laughs> who's the one to betray? <laughs> and seeing as you as a Leonardo, Ty, ooh, it's not looking good for old righteous one. You're definitely going to kill me. You think I'm just cracking jokes over here, Mikey and out. I'm going to go Raphael and stab you in the throat. <laughs> that is you. You would you'd do it. Without a moment's hesitation. How much money how much money uh if someone offered you would you be like, "Oh yeah, fucked up." <laughs> to kill you? No, 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 no. Just betray. Oh, betray? Like Eighty dollars price of of a full price game here in Canada. Yeah, I feel like you'd forgive me, and I'd I'd walk out of it with at least like bananas. I could do a whole grocery shop. God, you're right. I would forgive you. I would. Yeah, I feel like I could betray you time and again, Ty. I'm just gonna yeah. get rich <laughs> every time. <laughs> Slowly, eighty dollars, eighty by eighty. Carter, you and I woke up uh, giddy as a thing that's giddy and we turned on our computers to find a brand new character and a brand new stage we got it all ty we had our reveal at after king of the hill Mm -hmm. a reveal which saw lydia beat the shit out of three of my boys great trailer she yeah went into her dark place and beat the shit out of every (laughs) character i like yeah brian law and and Dragonov. Dragonov, that's it, yeah. The boys. She kicked the shit out of them. Beat the ever-living shit out of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ty, we got to view the stage. Now, this stage is, I think, their best stage since Howard Estate. Easy. This is fucking top-tier stage of all time in Tekken 7. Yeah, I'd say this is... It's in the top three. Oh, oh Yeah. I mean, Howard Estate is like, but only when you pick geese because the entrance makes it so good. You it know? does make it so awesome. Yeah, it's tough. Did you? There's so many little details with this stage. You're given two options of it. You're well, not you aren't given the options, but there are two options. There's a sunset, and there is a daytime, like a sun at its peak. Mm-hmm. And Ty, did you notice that when you're on the top on the poolside? You're getting one song, but when you break the barrier to the beach, you get a different song. It's a, uh, uh, so you get the Tekken 5 poolside song up top. You break the barrier, you get the Tekken 4 beach song down bottom. Yeah, dude. Remix. Remixes. It's I so also sick. went in to check to see what would happen if I played Lee on this stage. Yeah, and? I'm glad they went through the process of taking him out there. So if you play Lee, he's not laying down in his chair. But who, is anyone else laying on the chair? No one is laying down in the chair. I was really hoping I was going to see like Hachi there or something. <laughs> nah, dude, because it's Lee's chair. It is his chair. But this stage, honestly, if I have one gripe with it, the sand has no effect. Oh, like like when you're walking on it and stomping on it, it's just like you're stomping on sand-looking concrete. <laughs> yeah, I would like if like you fell on the sand, if something like would puff up or something, like mm-hmm. oh, just a little effect, but. Outside of that, the stage is like it's perfect. It's a nice, bright stage. A different. It's like a change of pace from what we've had in this game, where everything's kind of like you're in this dark, ancient place. This is just like a popping area. This is very Tekken Four feeling. Yeah, exactly. And it's super nice because Tekken Four, of course, has some banging tunes. So they sort of uh, Tekken 7 doesn't have banging tunes, so they reached into their bag of good songs and gave us a, a good one. And then, Ty, to get into our character here. Lydia. Lydia has been knocking people's socks off, it seems like. Now, we were <laughs> so, so wrong about her fighting style. Not traditional Polish fighting styles at all here. Okay, hold on, hold on. Before we continue forward... I say we were so wrong about the fighting style, but can I make fun of all the people who thought this was going to be fucking Siri? Yeah, yeah. I told you all before, but I'll say it again. Y'all are dumb. Ty, I was willing to buy into that, honestly. I was willing to buy into it. 
Why? The scar, the scar, the Polish thing. I, I was, I. It's a trail of breadcrumbs. I was willing to follow. Now, Ty, this karate she has. This, this isn't. It, it looks like kung fu, honestly. Yeah, it looks awesome. And I've been watching videos on like karate history, and so like kung fu, it started in China, mm-hmm. and then a boat that ended up in Okinawa. Some Chinese dude taught a Japanese dude kung fu and then that dude took it to mainland china but her style of karate is like that initial transition ah cool so it's like it's like the in-between that's sick so this character like it does have a real base in actual martial arts which is one of my biggest gripes a lot of characters in this yeah i got i and i really appreciate them like grounding in like a realistic martial art even though with like fakumra you also had one and Leroy to a lesser extent. Yeah, but Fakumra looks like a monster man. <laughs> he does look like a monster man. And like a lot of people, just starting design wise, a lot of people are like fairly going hard on this character saying it's like best design in Tekken 7. I feel like you're one of those, right? Yes, I am like, dude, as soon as I saw her and her design where she is, it like, like you told me, you said it is the Ken from Street Fighter 5. They got the undershirt on, and they have their karate gi, uh, just the bottoms on, tied around their way. It's it. She looks so good, and dude, she's buff as fuck. And she's like, yeah, actually has muscle tone on her instead yeah. of being like very anime looking, which has been a lot of characters. I've seen a lot of people bringing up that like it's like the first character who doesn't look like a twenty year old, and it's like, nah, she's about- still. She still looks she still 20. looks like a 20-year-old. And, like, what about Kazumi? That's, like... Kazumi, she, yeah. She looks like she's 18. I would say Kazumi is, like, the oldest-looking character in this game. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I went to Kunimitsu. Oh, yeah, Kunimitsu. Kazumi, like, I think is, like, in terms of, like, characters looking like an older woman, that's the only one. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Like, it's a great character design all around. Personally, I, I lean towards Leroy as being their best done. Yeah, the peak of DLC characters, you think? Peak of DLC. I also really like Fakumura now that like, I've read into his story and like mm-hmm. the rationalization behind him being all fucked up, like being <laughs> hit by lightning and stuff. Yeah, but like... It's still ridiculous, but... Uh, he's too funny, man. He just yeah, looks he's too just, funny. He's, a, he's too much of a monster. If they toned him down a little bit, I think he would be perfect. Agreed. But yeah, this character, in terms of just like a pure martial arts character, which I think this game really needs an injection of, it needs less Eliza's and more Lydia's. Yeah, go oh God, less Eliza's, please, for the love of God. Yeah, the magical stuff, I, I that is one thing I appreciate about Michael Murray's approach. His two characters under him have been very martial arts-oriented characters, Fakumra and Lydia. Yeah, and Lydia has like some really, really cool stance stuff. So we've been able to try her. How much have you been playing her? I've played a decent amount of her, honestly. Yeah, like I I know enough to get by. I uh, I've probably forgotten all of my knowledge that I put in. I put in about an hour and a half to two hours with Lydia in training mode. Went the remove list a few times, and then tried to get familiar with the stances. It she just feels cool to play. I really like her animations. I really like her stance setup. It's cool because mm-hmm. it's like a back foot and front foot style stance. And f- so you have two stances that continue into two different stances. Mm-hmm. And it's like cat foot one, cat foot two. Yeah. And then those go into it's like heaven and earth or something and pouncing tiger stalking wolf yeah pouncing tiger stalking wolf immediately i was like oh fuck yeah these are great names so she has like a bunch of really awesome stances out to get and uh, like a lot of a lot of gimmicky things that can come from it but just like her base a lot of people so one thing i've been seeing is people saying like she's either super top tier or a lot of people saying she's she's mid-tier hmm now I look at this character and I like I see what she has. Like she has a hatchet kick. Yep. One of the best moves of Brian. She has an armored kick that's a homing mid that tailspin. So it's exactly the same as Dragonoffs. <laughs> yep. She has Dragonoffs down two, the exact same move. Oh, that's right. 
Ichi's guard break out of her stance that can continue into a wall splat. The same as Fakum Ra, which everyone's complaining about. <laughs> and she has two rage drives. One that rage drive one is a low spike. So you combo end with that one. It's like same shit what happens with King and Dragonov. And you have a rage drive two, which is a mid. So her rage drive is a 50 50. Yeah, that to me is fucking insane. Like having to guess on a rage drive? Like, uh, yeah, like there are other characters with this. I just feel like this character is like. She has a, she has a lot of the best tools of a lot of characters. Like she has the best tools of Dragonov. She has the best tool of, not not the best tool of Falkamra, but one of the best tools. A really good tool, yeah. It's just it's a this character to me I think is gonna pose a lot of problems. I like she did she has a difficulty getting good damage out of her, like out of well if she gets the hit she gets good damage. Mm-hmm, yeah, but it's like it's a high risk high reward trade for her. Yeah, she gets like 80 plus damage pretty easily. At least that's what it seemed like from the combos I was doing. If you get a wall, you can you can hit 105. Dude, yeah, the wall. As soon as she's at the wall, it's like uh, goodbye health. <laughs> yeah, so she can take like half your health on the wall. If but like it is a I think it's a minus 17 to start those combos, so like mm-hmm. it's risky, but she and she's incredibly steppable. Yeah, I, some of her moves I think are really, really cool to pull off, like, or are just like really good tools in general that I feel like you can get a lot of mileage on. What's that one? She like sweeps you in them. You can punch their gut on the ground. That's almost as speedy as like a hell sweep, or even faster. Or a hell sweep? Am I? Yeah, hell sweep. And it's it's. It's speedy, and you get really good damage off of it. It's like, damn. And then, of course, her, like, up forward one plus two grab is just so good. Yeah, she just has, she has tools. So many tools. And another thing I like about this character is it's, like, a new character with a long move list. Yeah, 101, I'm pretty sure. 101 moves. Yeah, so for new characters, you don't usually get into the triple digits. I think um, Anna had something like 75. Oh really? Yeah, I, I I think King has like fucking like three hundred. So it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Anna's yeah. I'm pretty sure she has like seventy five, and then a lot of hers are just sort of like oh, and then from this grab you can also do this, 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 this. But that's King as well, right? Yeah, yeah, all those chain grabs. But yeah. with this trailer, I feel like that tease hindered this character more like i guess didn't hinder her because she turned out great but i feel like the surprise of just dropping this character would have been huge i agree with you a hundred percent i think after the round table the trailer they showed there kind of almost killed my hype for this character until i saw what she looked like and what she could do i guess it set your standards really low yeah so like, <laughs> i guess i guess like you're impressed but this could have went so bad I, I guess they're, they have such confidence in their character design, and they should, honestly. Yeah, they almost knock it out of the park uh, every time. Almost. The one thing that came with this also, they've been, they touched up my boy Steve. They touched up my boy Fakumram. They're really coming for me here. They they touched them up all right. <laughs> and people are like, oh, Steve player's complaining. And it's like, yeah, we're used to being overpowered. <laughs> What is this mid-tier bullshit? What the fuck do you expect? I I should I should be able to home whichever way I want. I should be covering 360 with my punches. <laughs> oh, okay, Carter. I was thinking about this the other day, and I think you mentioned this in our Discord when you were talking with someone, but do you think Steve was really that much of a problem? I uh no, I honestly don't. I feel like the difficulty of the character made up for that at the very highest level he did have a decent pick rate but it wasn't like it wasn't crazy it wasn't fucking Leroy levels it wasn't Falkamra it was a high tier character yeah I understand the the nerf and honestly if this sets him in like a lower or an upper mid I'm fine with it oh yeah because I I, I prefer that I prefer an upper mid because then I have like that 50-50 of like it's the character's fault. 
Yeah. See, to me, I feel like Steve was in a spot where he was top tier. Like, he was so fucking good. But he, I could deal with him. <laughs> I could, I don't know. He was not as bullshitty as some of the other characters. I feel like, Steve, you're working for it all the time. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't play Steve. No, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I gave up so fast. Yeah, and I feel like that's what Steve does. You, you get what you put into him. So I feel like... Steve players are upset because it is he's an investment more than most. Mm-hmm. He's he's like one of the few true specialist characters in Tekken. Yeah. Yeah. Where like every character is kind of like you're a specialist when you have to learn every character because they're so diverse. But in a in a game of diverse characters, he's the most diverse. I mean, yeah, he's up there for sure. For sure. The other big I thing mean, that came yeah. from this tie he's was did you see this hacking stuff? No. So people were hacking and accessing Lydia 24 hours early. Mm-hmm. And so Michael Murray went on Twitter and said, uh, you, know, you I guys playing Lydia on the PC are really going to make me have to go and talk to our user support group about bans first thing tomorrow. Huh? Mm-hmm. And he threatened to strike YouTube channels that were uploading stuff beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it was basically kind of like a stop fucking with our bottom line type of train of posts and i just like michael murray needs a fucking mouthpiece or something he he needs to chill a bit he just no he needs someone else to relay this information yeah yes because i understand that you need to say something and i understand that there isn't a definitive answer to dealing with hacking in games you can't deal with it it happens in every game yeah but also to me getting lydia one day early is the least of your cheating slash hacking problems right with tekken the issue being is that she costs money i guess so but like you're taken directly from their pocket with that uh, whereas cheating only affects your player base which they don't really give a fuck about <laughs> god it's, <laughs> it's sad to say but it's kind of true right like issues have been going on for the last year especially like big rampant cheating like harada's brought it up on stuff and same with michael murray like auto blocking and like stuff like that oh that's and you can get them easy like, it's very easy to get these things in fact everyone listening go out and download it <laughs> go you can go out you can google tech and auto block Google that, install it, use it, and then maybe we can address this fucking thing. Yeah. You know what? Who's a cheater if everyone's cheating? If we're all auto-blocking, nobody loses, I guess. Ban us all? I don't know. But Harada did say that there is some sort of anti-cheat that they're working on, and it's still in the testing phase, and they're hoping to serve out bands in a few weeks which is like Mm, yeah who knows you know i don't know who knows now ty i'm not gonna sit here and shit on michael murray because i just am gonna put it out there that he's gonna release the next character he's gonna be a nice jujitsu boy from canada (laughs) perhaps dark haired who knows Modeled after me, I don't know. Maybe, who knows, maybe leg locking specialist. Yeah, heel hooking. Ty, Harada said uh-huh. that they have now surpassed 7 million units with this game. Congrats. Tekken 3 sold 8.3 million copies. Damn. Are we going to surpass Tekken 3? Do you think that they will put out a season five to pass that marker? Because it has shown every season they gain about a million more copies sold. Damn. Um, If I was Bandai Namco, maybe? But then also, Tekken 7 has been like such a, a success for them. And Tekken 8, along with this new generation of consoles... And the upgrades to every, like PC, PC uh, has just like the technology for that has just been fucking off the charts. Why why not make a new Tekken Eight to compete with the new Street Fighter Six to compete with the the? I guess they don't have to compete because Tekken Seven's doing so well. So why not do another season? 
I honestly feel like it's, I'm not going to say inevitable, but I feel like Highly they're likely. printing money with this game. They are. It's they're like, really It's well. like Grand Theft Auto. Why do you, when you're still making money off something that is 10 years old, <laughs> why make anything new? Grand Theft Auto is a fucking juggernaut though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But in terms of fighting games, Tekken 7 is a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. It is not quite on the Mortal Kombat 11 level, but yes, it is very successful. Yeah, in terms of... Because Mortal Kombat has an insane North American mainstream appeal. Yeah. In terms from a Japanese like a, or an Asian-based company, reaching these Tekken 3 numbers, is it, it honestly blew my mind. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I agree. Like, especially... You know, growing up, everyone is playing Street Fighter in the arcades, or at least, like, I don't say everyone, but a lot of people always say, like, oh, back when you played in the arcades, or, like, how the arcade days were, like, oh, I was always on Street Fighter, oh, who were you playing? Oh, Blanka and Ryu, and you're like, ah, yes, <laughs> Blanka uh, and Ryu. One of these guys, huh? And then whenever anyone says, oh, Tekken, they're like, oh, yeah, Eddie. That's you. And then that's it. <laughs> You're a you're a Blanca player and an Eddie player. I know. I play Blanca and Street what Fighter too. What are you too. doing? Although I've forgotten Eddie. Like I've he's the one character that I made to high, high level yellow ranks in Tekken Seven. Disgusting. I might have even got him to orange ranks, but like, why? Tekken God Prime Challenge really just sucked the it soul the out of me. Us. Yeah. Oh gosh, Carter! If season five happens, I I I don't know. Are you gonna? I'm ready for Tekken Eight. I'm ready for Tekken Eight also. But season four taught me not to buy a season pass early because they go on sale a thousand fucking times, big time. And if you like the character, buy it after that character comes out. There's no reason to pre-order a season pass. It is the stupidest thing I've ever done, Ty. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, I did it for Guilty Gear. Yeah, I do it. I Why do I do as this as soon as possible for Tekken? I'm so well. fucking dumb. Nobody blink. Carter, this fucking character. Yashiro. <laughs> nice, nice. Everyone's favorite theme song from Street Fighter Five. Yashiro Nanakaze, the, uh, I would say, popular character, but is he really? <laughs> is so, he really? Ty, before we get into this, you told me specifically not to look up lore. Yeah, because he's kind of fucking wild, bro. He's a wild man. So I looked up everything around the lore. Okay. So what I can do is this guy opened up. The first time we saw him was in 97. Yeah. Yeah, King of Fighters 97. Last appearance was in King of Fighters 2002. So it's almost been 20 years since we've seen this guy. Yeah, 2002 Ultimate Match or whatever the fuck it's called, right? And this dude is beloved in South America, apparently. I saw a lot of my Twitter feed fucking popping off about this guy. Apparently in South America, this dude is up there for popularity. I mean... I don't blame them because he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so he traded in his kind of like BDSM looking jacket from before, Ty. Uh-huh. And now he's got this badass red leather jacket. He looks great. He looks great. I I could do without the cargo pants, to be honest, but... No, no. You need the cargo pants. Dude... I gotta tell you, I just gotta go down some of the dumb, like, I'm looking at this SNK wiki right now. I need to tell you about his hilarious fucking story and why he's so mad at Iori, who is featured in his trailer. Okay, yeah, because Iori is who he walks up to in the trailer at the very get. Yeah, and he says some shit, but we don't know what they're saying. Okay, are you ready for this? (laughs) I'm ready, yeah. Indulge me. So, Yashiro... Was the lead guitarist and vocalist of a band with Chris and Shermie. Chris, also from 97, I believe. 
and Shermy, everyone's favorite character whose bangs go over her eyes. That's all I know Wait, about her. He's in a band. He's, he's in a band. Okay. He's in a band called CYS, based on the first letters of each member's name. CYS. It should have been CSY, like a CKY fucking thing, but... <laughs> yeah, they didn't. And hold on, they're going to get up on stage, right? And they're preparing to perform at this club that they're scheduled at. And instead, they get canceled in favor for a jazz band featuring Ayori Yagami. <laughs> That's what okay. I, I this is a grudge I understand. It's this is a so good being passed over for another. And so okay, you know yeah. what he does? He says, Fuck these guys. I'm gonna steal their invitation. He steals uh what does he do? He steals invitations from the American sports team from KOF ninety seven. And he uh it, it, that's how they get their revenge to go after Iori because he knows that he's going to be in the King of Fighters tournament. So you stole my gig. I'm coming to kill you. That's awesome. See, that's the that's the good shit. And then the rest of it's like dumb. It's like he's also a part of like this thing called the Four Heavenly Kings of Orochi, and he's got like. See, the Orochi is something I know about because there there's a second version of this character. Did you know that? Yeah, isn't he just like a, uh, he's like, he he dies and he becomes, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. So, I have, I didn't read the lore, Ty. I only I only saw the secondary character and I looked at his move list, Ty. Uh-huh. Orochi Yashiro is a grappler. He is a heavy hitting boy. And if you watch the trailers for 15, you know this, man. Ty, I'm like Yashiro, he's a heavy hitting boy with a few grabs. But Orochi Yashiro, the oh. second version of him, is pure grappler. The, yeah, that's what we like to see. So give me that, or at least show me the cross sections here. But yeah, we got Yashiro Tai. He he's a chunky. He all of his moves big and chunky. I really like. I posted this on Twitter and I linked to the trailer and I said these are the best animations we have seen in King of Fighters 15 so far. Do you agree? I absolutely agree. And it makes sense because they're the only new ones. <laughs> He's the only non-recycled character. Oh my god, that is fucking right. That's yeah, right. He's the only character they haven't recycled. So it makes sense that his animations look better. I can't believe I didn't really put two and two together with that. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, these seem crisper. And I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. We haven't seen him in 20 years. Even his like sped up punchies... Uh, which is like one of his supers. It's a combination. It's a punchy. He doesn't like end with just the speed up punchies. He like follows through and then winds up for another big punch, and it rules. Yeah. He throws an uppercut, and he throws a variation of punches. That was the thing I said with Joe. Yeah. Joe, in his multiple punches, he throws the same like looping left and right, and it looks really dumb. Yeah. Where Yashiro throws a full combination and ends it with a wicked uppercut. Yeah. A lot of the really uh, staple moves for Yashiro uh, I was reading up are still here. Like, you know, grab him by the throat and punch him in the stomach. That's still there. He's got his sledgehammer, which is like a big jumping overhead to get in. Hell yeah. And all of his moves, like even his like his normal overhead is like a big chunky overhead that if you get hit by it, you're splatting on the ground. Like Just it's, swings it's his arm down on you. <laughs> yeah. And like, you have to eat Oki after that. This dude just, they made him so it looks like he hits hard every time. Yeah, I agree. They did like a really good job on showing weight to his moves. My biggest issue is he has a lame capoeira low kick for his heavy. Uh, yeah, which, yeah. Ty, what the fuck is with that? Okay, Johnny, my character in Guilty Gear, Yep. his low heavy is a weird capoeira kick. He doesn't have any other capoeira. And now this guy, who I want to play in King of Fighters... He has no other capoeira moves, but then bam. Maybe it's just to show that he's like acrobatic. Johnny's acrobatic. Yashiro's acrobatic. Like there's a moment where he does a one-handed standing push-up. Ty, I don't got to tell you. Uh-huh. But there was a time in my life where oh, I God. would show off. Well, I still do. I still show off relentlessly. But I used to be able to do a handstand push-up. I've seen it. Everyone, I've I've seen him do it. Not a one-handed handstand push-up, but I've Ty, seen him do it. As the kids say, no one. cap. 
<laughs> I'm I'm not capping here. No, uh, no cap. Ty, and this video, it, it honestly, it inspired me, Ty. I'm gonna get back into fitness. I need to get my core body strength. Cause the one-handed Ty. Do you want to be? Is that even jet? possible? It's not possible. It's not possible. I'm sh- there has to be some YouTube freak who does it. For a man of Yashiro's size without using the wall, it's not possible. Ty, this dude I is have huge. a goal now. <laughs> and and I want to do it in a red leather I'm, jacket. Okay, I, I'm here for it, dude. <laughs> I'll support you in your dreams. Ty, I've been inspired. I, this, this dude is a guitar playing show-off who hits hard, grabs people, punches them in the gut. Yep. Like, this character is perfect. This is this this is what you need from a King of Fighters character. Yeah, and hey, I want to say something uh regarding Shatterall expectations. <laughs> they released a silhouette before the trailer, and it was a guy with short spiky hair in uh people couldn't quite make out what he was, so everyone was like, Oh, it's Rio. They've already showed Yuri. It's going to be Rio and then Robert, and they're going to be the Art of Fighting team. Easy peasy, expectations not shattered. And then, bam, it wasn't Rio. The silhouette fucking got everyone, dude. <laughs> they f- that is awesome when you actually get tricked by a teaser. Yeah. That like, doesn't happen. That never happens. It was so good. They nailed it. I'm wondering, is this guy going to get his, his band team then? Dude, is does this mean Shermie is in it with Chris as well? Chris, I don't care about. He's just like some dumb kid. Shermie is like a Thai character. Why not? Is we had a three, like we had a we had a triple already done, right? This is the first character in a new set of three. No, you're. Oh yeah, Yuri's part of. Uh, no, no, Yuri's still open. Yuri's still. Oh, weird. Remember, Joe was open for a while. Joe was open also. Maybe we were just throwing out what we have ready now. Shatter all expectations. My expe- <laughs> fucking tight. My expectations. I don't even know what they are anymore. Yashiro. Yeah, that makes sense. Carter, this last round is... It's tricky. Ty, I honestly... Pre-whatever. What do you say it? What? Disclaimer. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. A disclaimer. I don't know... A thing about this game. Uh, I am also going to put a disclaimer up. I love how you said, what do you say it? <laughs> what do you say it, man? That's when, it, when we're talking about Melty Blood, that's all you can say. What do you say it? And then everyone's ears perked up. Oh, Melty Blood? What? There hasn't yeah, been the- a new one since dot, dot, dot. I don't know because I don't play <laughs> this series. Have you ever seen that movie Martyrs? No. Who's in it? It's like a it's a horror film. I'm not sure where it's from, but there's a scene in it where this like disgusting monstrosity drags itself out from the bathroom. That's what I feel like is going to happen every time I mention Melty Blood. <laughs> like this thing's been living behind my tub and it's just going to drag itself out and ask me to play some girl with a turtleneck. Uh, martyrs. I I had to look it up real quick cuz I was like, "What in the fuck? It's a French film it looks like yeah it opens up with like a shotgun family murder jesus christ yeah so if you want to get intense tonight watch martyrs have yourself watch carter this is as close to the spooky monster from martyrs or whatever the fuck as you'll get this is melty blood colon type lumina a type moon cross French bread team up. Ty, this is like Marvel going up against DC. Is it? For me, at least. <laughs> now, Ty, what are we being given here with Melty Blood? Is it is it a new offering? So, is it brand new? Are we getting b- beautiful new sprites? Yes. And guys, this is going to be a rough third round here because I truly don't know a lot about Melty Blood. And this is all sort of coming from Twitter and a Google Doc that uh, Sodium Rising in our Discord gave me. Shout out to Sodium. Thank you so much. The (laughs) resident Melty Blood uh, preacher. It is planned to release this year, 2021, worldwide on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. To me, that doesn't... That's wild. That that, that, they're still, like... PC, hello? 
PC. Was that confirmed? PlayStation 5. Okay, well, I mean, it'll still play on the new Xboxes and the and the PlayStations. Yeah, I know, but, like, why would they advertise as a PS4 game, Ty? Because it's... Setting PS- expectations? Not so trying to shatter them? PS4s out in the world. Excuse me, I keep burping. And I really... Uh, yeah, I bad. guess this isn't a game I can get upset about that with. It's... This isn't exactly Capcom, I suppose. <laughs> this isn't exactly our cup of tea. Carter... Yes, you are right about the updated sprites. And boy, howdy, from the screenshots they showed, these sprites look really fucking clean. I've I've looked back on this game. Uh-huh. Like I haven't lo- I haven't seen much of I haven't seen the new sprites, but the old sprites were they were decent. Like obviously they were mm. old. Uh, I want to say oh, 20 years old. 20 years old, really. Let me double check that. Ty, my biggest issue with this game, all in all, is character pool. Yeah. I have yeah. no issue with an anime fighter. What I do have an issue with is an anime fighter that is primarily made up of, like, weird nuns and maids and girls and turtlenecks. <laughs> Lots of turtlenecks. It's so many. So many just white shirts, white turtlenecks. Everyone's wearing a black skirt. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Ty, it just feels like there's nothing for a guy like me, you know? Yeah, I, where's like the big body grappler, man? So the two of the guys that have been suggested to me were a guy named Kuma. Uh-huh. Who he just, he looks, he doesn't, he, he doesn't feel right, Ty. He just doesn't, he doesn't look right to me. And then we had another guy named started with a K and he was fine he kind of had like a monster vibe to him Ty uh-huh. he had monsters that came out of his body and things but then I noticed one perfect character and his name is like War Warkaya Warchia I am gonna I don't know Ty it's something <laughs> like that but he's a scary vampire man and I'm like okay I can get behind scary vampire man I can play scary vampire man Sweet. and what does sodium tell me Oh, he won't be in this one. Right, because this one, Type Lumina, is a, a prequel fighting game to the Melty Blood Act timeline based on the original Tsukihime. And it takes place before the events of uh, A Piece of Blue Grass Moon. <laughs> so is this like Bloodborne, Ty? Is this, is this like Bloodborne, did you just say? Yeah, is like the moon gets scary and then everyone goes into vampires. I thought that was Undernight. Oh, right. Where like the inbirths come out. But at that's night. what this seemed like to me also. Well, same people. It could be the same sort of. Yeah, I guess I need to dive into the story more. But like, I know it's a focus on vampires. I mean, or that's not a cool. focus, but there are vampires. But there are vampires. Like, I'm down. He told me, uh, so <laughs> he told me, Sodium told me that this uh, game is in the same universe as the Fate universe. So people who ever, you know, played any of the Fate games or watched any of the anime or read any of the visual novels or whatever the fuck, uh, there's no cool Fate characters up in here, man. They really gotta, they gotta hit me with a few monster characters here. They need to bring in a Merkava. They need to bring in a Waldstein. Yeah, Berserker is your Waldstein, dude. If you just look up uh, Unlimited Blade Works Berserker, you'll be like, hell yeah, that's my character. Why do these names have to be this way? Just, just, just look up Berserker. Okay, I looked it up. Unlimited Blade Works. His name is Hercules Brackets Berserker. Yeah, he's, he's great. Anyway. I don't think that you'll be getting any of these characters because uh, apparently in the initial roster, it'll be uh, 10 plus is what it says. 10 plus characters will join the fight. Well, Ty, that could be anywhere from 10 to 10,000. Yeah, but I'm thinking more on the 10 side. (laughs) Well, to each their own. I'm thinking more on the 10,000. Okay, okay. Carter, have you ever dabbled in Melty Blood? You ever played it at all? Ty, I've watched it briefly. I honestly, this this isn't something I like. Undernight was a stretch for me, and I loved Undernight when I played it. Yeah, Melty Blood is an incredible stretch for me. I they, they don't have a Waldsteiner Makava, which 
with I honestly, you. It's a stretch. That was the that was how you got me to play Undernight. Yeah, Waldstein and Merkava. I said, look, these are two monster boys. Yeah, and it, I just I just feel like there isn't a not I don't like an edgy character. I like a unique character mm. that isn't a guy that isn't a anime girl and i just feel like this game doesn't like it they don't search for that middle ground they do guy girl do you like the sort of press light attack a bunch in undernight and you get a combo ty you know full well i hate that shit well it's coming back in this melty blood type lumina yeah so they're giving you dial not even dial a combo it's just like mash combos which are like i I understand the point of them but i feel like melty blood is is this the series that's trying to pull the the casuals reading (laughs) i think it is reading from this doc it says pressing the attack button rapidly will yield a combination move quote rapid beat also i mean hey it's got a cool name rapid beat hell yeah i'm behind the name but i just dial the combos or like simple combo setups i just don't i guess i see the purpose I just feel like there's no reason for it because it doesn't help a new player. It teaches them bad habits. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't mind the auto combo thing in uh, Undernight because it's a good way to sort of start up for the first few hits. I do that a lot with Mika when I play Mika. Uh, you start it up with like, a, you know, a light, 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 and then you go into your more complicated stuff. Just something to open the character up. You don't have to follow through. Yeah, and like you, you have that in Street Fighter. You have that in tons of fighting games. Yeah, I just don't like it from a standpoint of someone who wants to keep people around because eventually those combos are gonna, you're gonna hit a wall. E- yeah, and if you don't correct that and go and actually start learning, I feel like you've already established so many bad habits. It's just it's it's more frustrating to do the jump. Yeah, I guess so. It's You have to sort of take the good with the bad with these sort of systems, right? Yeah, and I could harp on it forever. I just I, I don't like hand-holding systems ever. Right. Let me run down sort of the characters for the Melty Blood community uh, that we have so far. Uh, I don't know these characters, so if I butcher their names, I will try to get more familiar with this game as this new uh, Melty Blood comes out. But uh, here we go. It was revealed that Tono, Akruide, Akiha, and Ciel were available as playable characters. All of them are from Tsukehime R. Now, I'm like, what in the fuck is Tsukehime R? Uh, Apparently, it is the new Tsukehime reboot. Uh, So, letting you all know that uh, Kamone, I don't know if this is director or... Uh, game designer, I, I should be, <laughs> again, I'll look this all up and get this straight for the next time we talk about Melty Blood, but uh, he's saying, uh, or Ty, they're saying. Do you want saying, me to take over? Because I obviously know all of this stuff. Yeah, man, all, all the characters from that will be chosen for this new uh, game will be chosen from Tsukehime R. Which I'm, I've watched all of it. Is it a show? You know all about it, sure. Uh, it's something. It's For the sure. one with the girls with the turtlenecks, right? They have white turtlenecks. You're nailing it so okay, far. Okay, and they, like, are in school, probably? Ah! I <laughs> can't tell you about that. Ty, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. They're in school, probably. Nice. And, boy, if they're not wearing black skirts, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what else. Just some heavy-hitting quotes, stuff that we really want to know about. Let's see. Uh, shields, heats, aerial combos. That that's all still in the game. Uh, they are saying that it'll feel very familiar. Now uh, there will be a new resource and actions that use this said resource, as well as many new systems to be introduced. Uh, it's likely the way you move around and play the neutral game will change compared to previous entries in the series. Now, Ty, here's an idea I came up with for, like, a little, like, an add-on. Okay, 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 let's hear it. Okay, there should be an option to put on, like, 
a waterfall or like a babbling brook as the noise in the background. <laughs> you, have you ever had that issue where you get like stage fright because too many people are sitting in the bathroom playing Melty? I, it's, it's tough. You know, like it's like pooping at work. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like that. And you have like nine or ten hobgoblins playing Melty in your bathroom. Imagine if the background sound, instead of like crazy anime yelling, uh-huh. If you just had a nice babbling brook, Ty. Yeah, that would also like help the shy peers. <laughs> Every, honestly, everyone everyone benefits from that. That's right, people. We made a fucking melty blood in the bathroom joke. Come at us. Have you ever had melty blood in the toilet? God damn it. You know what? I have, and I called my doctor immediately. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's the immediately. right call. Uh, another key point we should focus on. Thank you, Google Doc, for putting words in my mouth. Are you just verbatim reading it now? Uh, no, I'm I'm doing okay. Okay, we're we're floating, but we're really like on the melty blood cusp here, you know. We are, dude. Listen, everyone's like, I hope they updated the fucking character pixel art and all their uh, models. You guys are in luck because. Uh, the quote is new pixel art of the characters with m- quote much higher resolution. We're not getting this 720p blaze blue looking ass bullshit. We're getting these clean sprites. It is nice to you know be playing a game and it looks all nice, but then your sprites are just blurry. Yeah, what in the sweet fuck? Like, uh, give us a new blaze blue already. I feel like that has to be coming down the pipeline. But Ty, God, this, this so. melty blood, are you? Are you invested in Melty Blood? Are you going to get into it, you think? Uh, Well, I played about three minutes, no word of a fucking lie, three minutes of what okay, is so actress you're... again, something, Melty Blood actress something. So you're, you're basically a professional. I'm in, dude. <laughs> I'm a professional. Of course I'm going to be playing Melty Blood. They even said, hey, this one's going to have rollback netcode, so I'm in, of course. Honestly, I feel like I just have to get it to support efforts to make online fighting games run well. Yeah, you know, you got to support the rollback, so you got to buy the Melty Blood. Yeah, and honestly, I'll I'll throw whatever they want at this game, Ty. Just give me one or two monsters. I don't know if, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> Ty, they, it has to be possible. They have vampires. They, I mean, they got vampires, but they don't have, I don't know, they don't have big monsties, dude. There's logical steps to make there. You can make, you can make the steps to get me a monster character in this fucking game, Ty. Get Carter a monster character. Is that too hard to ask? Is that too much? I really hope this isn't the one plea in this fucking podcast that I make that turns out true, Ty. That you want I've been asking mon- for jujitsu Tekken characters. I've been asking for Venom and Johnny, and I'm gonna get Monster Boy and Melty Blood. I feel it. Yeah, it'll be the one. They'll be like, "Hey, we listened to Coffee and Combos, and they really want this is for this is for this Carter. is for my boy." <laughs> oh, it's fun to think that people listen uh, to this. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they cancel Johnny. They cancel Zappa. They cancel the uh, jujitsu Tekken. Don't you fucking do this to me. Get him out of there, man. Get him out of there. I don't, hey, if you guys want to uh, learn more about this new Melty Blood type Lumina, then go ahead to the internet and Google it. Come to our Discord, Ty. We have a friggin', we have a whole Google Doc in here now about it, apparently. Yeah, and we have a friggin', we have the man with the plan who knows all about Melty Blood. <laughs> yeah, you want to hear some Melty Blood lore? We got the guy. We got the guy. He's throwing out... He's throwing up timelines. He's throwing up character names without even having to look them up. It's crazy. Honestly, he's maybe the only person in the world who can do it, Ty. I think, we have yeah. a rare breed over here. This game was made for him. Just like this podcast was made for all of you oh, lovely listeners. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee and Combos. We'll be back next week for more juicy fighting game news. The intro was done by at AM Aeroplane on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Coffee and Combos. You can follow me at TyrossCC. You can't follow me. Come to the Discord. Let's play some Accent Core or something. 
Carter's itching for someone who doesn't have 5,000 plus wins. <laughs> Honestly, it's driving me up the fucking wall, Ty. <laughs> Why is it that I only play some idiot who just bought the game or some guy who's been playing it since 1997? Please, if if there's a middle ground... In, contact if, me. Contact Carter in the Discord. The Discord link is, is in the show notes and, of course, on our Twitter. Oh, and we have a YouTube channel. I'm going to clickbait the fuck out of it, Ty. Plug it, plug it, plug it, clickbait. Uh, it's, it's Coffee and Combos. Perfect. Go to our Twitch at Coffee and Combos. Uh, yeah, we need to play some first to tens, Ty. We really need to do that. I'm down for a little first to five, first to ten action. Let's get to it. One strive. Stop delaying this. <laughs> <laughs> when it starts. June 11th, everybody. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next episode. You win. Perfect.